This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Inkabooch. Inkabooch is a new kind of kombucha combining all the probiotic benefits of other kombuchas with the antioxidant benefits of purple corn infused tea. Purple corn has some of the highest levels of antioxidants in the plant world and combined with tea to make kombucha makes for a powerhouse of nutrition. Visit Inkabooch.com and check out their great selection of drinks today. On this episode of The Review, I'm reviewing Joe Rogan's conversation in MMA 54 with Din Thomas. Din Thomas is a legend fighter. Uh, he's retired now and uh, does a lot of training, but a wealth of knowledge also has started to uh, do commentary. And he's very good at breaking down fights and so on. So uh, uh, yeah, let's get started reviewing. So Din and Joe open up their conversation with something quite funny. Uh, talking about being smart and Din uh, wanted to be smart. Smart maybe as Elon Musk uh, so he could solve all his own problems. And Joe said, uh, Joe said, I don't think I want to be as smart as Elon. After talking to him and hearing about how his mind works, uh, Joe said that uh, he prefers to be kind of dumb, which is which is funny, right? It comes back to that old... Uh, Matrix scene where the guy preferred he was like ignorance is bliss uh, I think in some ways you know I agree I don't think I'd want to know too much you know I definitely not want to be in, in a president's position I think those guys uh, you know have access to way too much information and when you're in a position to really know how the world works uh, I don't know it'd be pretty scary what do you think I, it's not it's not for me um their conversation quickly moved into fighting, of course. That's Din Thomas's like area of expertise. And uh, and the phenomenon of fighters losing their power sometimes. Uh, you see this. It doesn't happen often, you know, and it can just be a product of age, of course, but also kind of body dynamics, like the physics of how shoulders are, are positioned, how punches are then thrown. They talked a little bit about Andre Olofsky, you know, how he's lost some power. I mean, he, back in the day, if you watch some of Andre Olofsky's older fights, I mean, it was just a rocket. His right hand would put you to sleep so fast. And, you know, Joe was talking about it today. You just don't see that happening in the same way. He doesn't throw his punches in the same way. Maybe it's due to injuries, just fatigue and age and all the rest of it, and just a readjustment. Uh, Hendrix is another example. Hendrix, before he fought GSP, was just flatlining everyone. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was so terrifying. There were like cannons on his arms. And again, it comes back and, you know, from that fight, that was a brutal loss for him because it was so close to winning it and just was never the same. It happens. And it really is hard to watch the legends get old. You know, we don't even need to mention the Chuck and Tito fight again. It's so, it's just really tough, you know. Uh, they they then talked in, t talks a little bit about um, the Gustafson fight with Jones and what's next for Gustafson. You know, what does he need to do training-wise? What could he change to, to really, I mean, he's, he's beating everyone, but he can't beat uh, Jones. 
and uh, and Cormier, you know, so he's like number three and he's stuck behind him. And uh, Din said, you know, he's probably got a good camp. Add some new people into the camp. I mean, he's in Europe anyway. Uh, Din was saying they've got so, some really great fighters out there and really great trainers as well and not as many fighters. Whereas here, Din was saying that you could have you could have a training facility with three or four really good coaches, but you've got a hundred guys, and basically all they can do, because they just don't have time for each person, is to kind of put everyone against each other, and whoever wins gets a fight. I mean, then people are just slugging it out, which is uh, kind of dangerous, right? But uh, what do you do when the resources are like that? I mean, if kids are willing to, to bang, put them in there. See what they're made of. Uh, it's just kind of kind of how it goes. I, and Joe gives the example that it's kind of like that with comedy managers too. If you're you know an open micer or you're a comedian, uh, maybe your manager has a hundred comedians, and it's just whoever's kind of booking gigs and making money. They just they really don't have a lot of time for each person, um, which which makes sense. You know, it's just kind of how it happens. Uh, they talk a little bit about Amanda Nunes and how much of a beast she is. Man, she's so good. She once punched a woman so hard that it messed up her thyroid. Like the the person who she punched, her thyroid's messed up because how hard Amanda Nunes hits. I mean, she crushed everyone. That fight against Cyborg is phenomenal. If you haven't seen that, I, it, it's just unbelievable. To bear in mind that Cyborg has just never been knocked out, never been really beat. I mean, she just crushed everyone and been terrifying for over 10 years. And then in one round, she was just picked to pieces, absolutely destroyed. So much so, there'd be no point doing a rematch. Uh, not anytime soon. Uh, it just, it, it just was unbelievable. I just couldn't believe uh, how much destruction it was. Uh, they talk a little bit about the judges being useless. Uh, this you hear all the time from everything, whether it's boxing, MMA, you name it. Judges are a mess, and going to the judges' scorecards is just a nightmare. What do you do about that? You know, this is just one of those ongoing things. It's almost like the the glove issue where people are getting poked in the eye with the gloves. How do you fix it? I mean, I really like an idea Joe once threw out where it was, you know, you get a panel of like 10 guys that were all ex-fighters and trainers and you make a real average. I think that that's just a way better way. I mean, the, the, the judges at least need to know what all the moves are and they at least need to either have coached or trained MMA. I don't think that that's unreasonable. It, it just, you don't see that anywhere else. You know, you don't see professors of universities that have never studied the class that they're a professor in. That wouldn't make any sense at all. So, who knows? Hopefully one day we'll get some, uh, we'll get some better judges. Um, and another thing with fighting is, is really the time off that fighters should take. Now, Din gets into this and he and he really emphasizes that it's important to get a lot of time off between fights. Um, look at Robbie Lawler and Rory McDonald's fight. I mean, Robbie's lip was half split open, um, you know, and uh, it wasn't long before those guys were back fighting again. And, and yeah, they've done great, but really, how much time should these guys be taking off? Um, it's tough. It really is tough. I mean, if you just step in there and whack someone and knock them out real quick, then yeah, you, you're not that injured or fatigued. But if you've just done five rounds, have been belted in the face, uh, there should be some significant time off that people need to take. We've got to keep these guys and gals healthy. 
You know, we don't want to find out 20, 30 years from now that they were all developing horrendous CTE. And uh, now, you know, we're all completely messed up. In some ways, you could say that about the Chuck and uh, Tito fight. I mean, after Chuck's brutal knockouts, he was coming back and fighting fairly quickly after some of those knockouts um, because he wanted to get back in there. And, you know, he's been a champ and he's a beast of a man. Uh, but without changing his style and no longer being able to take those heavy shots to the chin, it was just taking him out. It was just smashing him and, you know, he was getting knocked out one after another. Now he's taking a lot of time off and he came back and whatever was in that ring with Tito was not Chuck Liddell. I mean, it just was so painful to watch it. I feel so bad for Chuck and I, I really hope he doesn't fight again. Um because and you know there's no there shouldn't be any shame in it he should have just never taken this fight it's okay to be the champ and amazing during a period of your life and then things change and you're no longer there i mean you're not going to be the champ and a heavy hitter forever i mean tito is a bit younger and is has been able to stay um fast and in good shape he's actually improved his boxing i mean he was just able to do that chuck was not and went on the receiving end of of uh, a knockout and it was it was a real shame it really was uh and to finish up with joe mentioned something pretty interesting to din which uh when you listen to the podcast check it out see what you think they were talking about medic meditation and uh the importance of it and it's interesting when people say meditation you just sit there close your eyes and um and ah and make noises and think of nothing well yeah that's one way but there's lots of different ways of meditating um, you know, in a, in a sense, anytime you just sit there and, and reflect on something that's happening in your life, that's a meditation. And Joe said that he uses it as sort of like a self-counseling. He kind of sits there and thinks about different moments and reevaluates his position in life. And it's interesting he says that because I know he uses those float tanks quite a bit. And, and I like using float tanks. If you guys haven't tried them, definitely try them. They're very relaxing, but what they're good for is they're good for people that are really crap meditators, because if you can't get away from the distractions, you get distracted easily like I do, pretty, you know, kind of hyper person, then then it's a good thing to do because you're isolating all the sound, you're giving yourself two hours, you're not going anywhere, you're kind of stuck in this box, you know, in the quiet. And you really do have time to kind of go over how you feel about things and reevaluate and and reassess and kind of get yourself into a place of like better thought. And it is interesting, too, because if you're really fucking up in areas, you know, and if you can sit quietly enough, your your mind will tell you. Uh, so check out check out float tanks. Look, uh, I don't need to be an advocate for it. Joe has been forever. And uh, if you're a fan of Joe Rogan and you haven't tried a, a float tank yet, then look one up and try it out. Check out this conversation uh, with Din Thomas. It was great. If you're an MMA fan, it's a must listen. And uh, again, guys, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and again, this review was brought to you by Inca Booch.
Go to Ingabooch.com to order your drinks today.